Hey, it's Shanna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. Good morning. Welcome into our daily spiritual practice of tarot. Welcome. Uh, Thank you for joining me. If you're here, just wanting you to know, especially if you're a first time listener, that this podcast is for people who can kind of lend some some of their identity, some of what they've experienced in life to being um, overgivers and self-sacrificers and problem fixers for other people. And in that kind of disappear, forget ourselves and abandon um, our own individuality to try to secure a connection, try to secure relationships. And uh, that's who I specifically speak to if you're new. And the reason I do is because I'm really passionate about bringing tarot back into integrity with itself. There's um, a lot of tarot online that speaks specifically to um, what's going on with the other person. And um, will they come back? Won't they come back? And so much more uh, that I won't get into. But um, that over focus on looking at another person through your tarot practice. And so trying to bring it back, trying to bring us back to a place where we can return to ourselves energetically, spiritually, clear that kind of inner spiritual channel, that inner channel of self and soul, find some stability in that um, through creating this system of daily tarot for us. So um, if you're new, that's what I'm about. If you're returning, thank you. It's so good to have you back. I was actually saying hello to a listener this morning on Instagram who had reached out and commented on one of my personal posts. So hello. Uh, So good to have you. If you're listening and uh, you haven't reached out on Instagram or I don't know you more personally, and you've, you've told me you're a listener, uh, please do. I love putting a face and a name to what my analytics are telling me, which is slowly but surely this, this uh, podcast is growing in audience members who keep coming back. So thank you. I really appreciate that. I'm really excited to see how this podcast takes off. Um, I do have dreams and intentions and, and things like that to possibly film myself doing this podcast. Uh, for YouTube in time, but that is a big undertaking. Uh, Filming is something very different. And if I did film, it would have to be very real um, because that is a new um, value I'm trying to live into. And so I don't know what that will look like. That might have to wait until um, me and my love that I just moved across the country for find our own place. We're kind of just staying with family right now while we, um, one, decompress, uh, two, pay a few things down, and two, find our own place. So uh, really, really excited for that. Little life update. I made it. As you can tell, I, I made it to Nova Scotia from British Columbia. So I moved all the way across the country from the West Coast to the East Coast. I made it. I made it on Sunday. It took me nine days I really let my body rest. I really didn't push it far. Um, I kind of took driving as like my job. (laughs) So I would start at about eight in the morning, eight or nine in the morning, and I would drive till about three or four in the afternoon. 
and that was my job. <laughs> and then I would have the evening to decompress, which I really did need to. Um, you'd think being on the road, you would have all this social energy um, at the end of the day. But I even found myself not being able to, you know, phone my folks or check in via phone calls, which is not always like me. Sometimes I rather have the phone call because it's quicker than back and forth texting. Um, so that was kind of my experience. And now I'm here and it feels still a little bit like I'm on holiday, which, um, which I'm sure will eventually fade um, as things become a reality here. But I have been here in Nova Scotia before for, you know, five, six weeks. So I think it's going to take me some time to really realize in my body, in my spirit, that I live here now. <laughs> and this is not just a holiday. Um, and I mean, that's just such a topic, isn't it? Of uh, I th my partner and I were talking actually yesterday uh, about this very thing, which is, you know, we cannot realize things. We cannot feel things as real um, in our brain uh, using our thoughts. And that, you know, um, knowing things is, is not a mental experience, um, like really knowing them. Um, is, is just not a, a mental experience. Um, and I think that shows up again and again in life where, you know, people can tell us things about maybe what we should be doing, um, and things like that. But I think that it's just one of those things. And one of those things that I think we all experience, which is, understanding things logically and then when it finally hits us in our gut in our intuition in our throat sometimes when it hits us in our body or our spirit um, that's actually when we take big leaps because all of a sudden we don't just understand we know um, so <laughs> that's my little um that is my little explanation on that. Uh, let's get into the cards because this is a really good segue um, here talking about our thoughts because today we've got two sword cards and swords are air energy um, and also head energy. Uh, those two things kind of coincide. And so when we think about our head, we think about our brain, we think about our intellect, our rationale, our thoughts, our beliefs, our bias, and also our sense of communication. So air energy, sword energy, um, head energy is very throat up. And so you'll find that air people, it feels kind of like they're always living from the throat up. Um, not that they ignore their bodies, but in the way they kind of interact with people and the world around them. So what are these cards? So our self-abandonment card today is the Nine of Swords. And our self-returning card today is the Seven of Swords. Uh, very, very big energy, I think, but still very day-to-day. So this isn't seasonal. This is something we could experience today or tomorrow that will probably subside. Um, but it's in these small ways that we 
keep coming back to ourselves over and over. So it's really important, actually, I think, to tap into daily energy. I mean, that's really what the podcast here is saying is, you know, doing things daily, doing real things in your real life um, again and again on the daily is, is just so important. So overarching energy here is to look at our thoughts, look at our communication, observe these things in ourselves today or whenever you're listening to this, or even just reflecting um, on days previous um, or watching for it in the days to come and watching the way we do that and really being the observer of our thoughts and our communications um, because they really do flavor our life. They can lead our life. And a lot of people say our thoughts become our reality. I think that's true. I don't think that's always true, but I think it's true a majority of the time. Um, And I think it's true that we can, when we observe, we can start to choose differently. And we can start to adjust in places. And over time, you know, think of a year or two of doing that, it it really changes. I still feel almost discombobulated when people tell me that they envy the way I can communicate about certain things or the way I use my voice or the way I talk, uh, because that was not always the case. Um, and I still see myself as that really critical 20 year old, um, or, you know, in my twenties versus someone who can actually just say hard things, but is can be kind and loving and accepting. Um, I do have a, a, like a blunt communication style often, um, that I think, <laughs> that I've worked hard to find acceptance with and you know I continue to work on it when it when it gets out of bounds. Um now nine of swords with the self abandonment energy here is really about the thoughts and the words that that weigh on our minds so much that they affect our body. And uh in this card, it often shows someone who is sleepless. So someone who's um, trying to fall asleep and can't, it looks like, you know, their, their hands are over their face, almost as if they were crying. And the swords are kind of above them, weighing down on them. And I think that the way we can lose ourselves sometimes is to allow our thoughts and our words, or even just trying to plan um, our words can uh, weigh weigh us down and it can take a toll on us in a bodily sense. I truly believe that the more we overthink, the more we let our thoughts um, become our reality, the way we depend on our head, Um, affects how our body feels and how it's responding and reacting to life around us and that our body is taking the brunt of any kind of dysregulation, overwhelm, anxiety, worry, um, excess, 
obsession in the mind. Our body takes the toll. And so it's really important for us to notice if our thoughts, um, our communication, the words we're saying, um, because this doesn't always have to be mental. This can be about things you've said, things you're planning on saying, things you are currently saying to people and how much this is actually weighing on your body. When it comes to our mind, we really want to watch the overwhelm um, and the anxiety and the worry and the way we begin to talk and think about ourselves when we're there. With communication, it's often um, about the inner critic, but it's also about the fact that maybe we've been saying too much. Um, Maybe we, I don't think too much. I don't think you can communicate too much, but this is about um, that the more we speak about this one thing, or the more we go down rabbit holes with our friends, um, that actually sometimes more communication, more talk about something is actually less productive. And that's sometimes there's another way. Uh, so watching this in ourselves, watching the way our body maybe is taking the brunt of this. And we do have that tendency to blame our body and not see that our mind is creating some of that reality. You know, some things are happening in our body because they are happening in our body. And some things are happening in our body because our mind has become um, kind of the overlord. And it's shoving anything it doesn't like onto our body. And it's shoving a lot of thoughts and and a lot of worry um, down into the body space. Um, you know, that neck up and then neck down energy, you know, anything that needs to be forgotten by the mind will be shoved below the neck. And, uh, it's really important to begin to come back to ourselves. If we are doing this with, um, our mind, our intellect, our thoughts, our throat, our voice, you know, if we're shoving it down below, it's going to start taking it out on our body. Um, and this can be as simple as sleeplessness, as sleeplessness. And honestly, I think there's such an interesting correlation in this nine of swords with sleep and that when we do push our thoughts down, you know, from the, the throat and the head down into the body that we are trying to put things to sleep. And the nine of swords saying is saying like, at this point in time, it's not, it's all coming back up. Like the things we've been putting to sleep are coming back for us. And there's a big message in that. And I think if you're anything like me and you begin to do this spiritual and this soul type, um, attending, tending to, um, then you do start noticing where you put experiences, where you put feelings, where you put things unsaid and things said, where you put your deepest fears about approval and validation um, and, 
and belonging where you put those fears and that now they might be starting to wake up. And because of that, we also can't sleep. Um, It's kind of a correlation there that um, things that are coming up for the mind are coming up for the body. Um, Things we've been putting to sleep just won't sleep anymore. And so we can't sleep anymore. Very, very interesting energy. So how are we coming back to ourselves here? And uh, this is Seven of Swords energy. And Seven of Swords is interesting. And there's there is a secrecy shrouded in the seven of swords and a lot of tarot readers will just talk about the theme of secrecy and lies and deception in the seven of swords. Um, that's a really easy interpretation. It's a really plain, uh, thematic tarot interpretation. And maybe that's true. We, we have been, keeping things a secret, possibly even from ourselves. Um, So, you know, that this might just really correlate with the fact that we have been putting things to sleep and whatnot. And that 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 can be self-deceiving, that can be self-denial, because I don't think this is about you keeping it from anybody else. Um, I think this is more about keeping it from yourself and the denial. And so one interpretation of the seven of swords for us returning is to begin to accept that we might be in denial about certain things that we try to push away with our mind. And that sometimes it can take time for those things that we push down And those things that we made a secret um, of to ourselves, (laughs) where we kind of tried to skirt around them and strategically moved around them, that it can take time for those things to come back up, just like secrets can take time to come back up, just as when we are lying to people and ourselves, it takes time. Um, But one thing (laughs) I think... I don't think it's always true, but when I'm thinking of a phrase and I'm hearing the phrase, you know, um, things that, that shouldn't come out always do. And with the seven of swords, it's that energy of finding space in your body to accept that things are about to come up, that even the things you made secret to yourself, maybe it's time to allow it. And this isn't about sitting down and forcing those things to come up. I'm going to be very clear about that because I have tried that. (laughs) You know, I've tried to sit down with a journal. I've tried to sit down with myself and have things come up um, that I've pushed away and, and kind of forced them up and out. And we don't know what we're trying to force up and out. It's one thing if you've all of a sudden had a moment where some past thing comes up or some thought rises or some belief is shown to you about your, like your belief. Um, and then yes, you can sit with it and you can start to let it rise. But if you haven't had that moment where it already begins to come up, then we don't even know what we're looking for here with the seven of swords. We don't 
actually know. We're kind of sneaking around in the dark, in the darkness and the recesses of our mind. We're trying to strategize our way to things coming up for us. And the seven of swords is that reminder that we think we can do something external here, but this is internal. Sevens are all about when life looks like there's an external issue. When we think there's something external that can be done to solve this obstacle. And truly, it's something internal that will actually change the experience. And so with the swords, it's we think we can just strategize our way around things and strategize our way into tending to things that we push down into our body, things we're in denial about, about ourselves, um, about how we feel, about words that have been said or things we haven't said. And Seven of Swords is, is that reminder that you know, it, it, we can't just find the secrets in ourselves by closing our eyes and going, okay, well, what's something I, I made a secret out of to myself? The point is, is that this is going to be a journey. The seven of swords is someone kind of sneaking around uh, the landscape. And so there's this idea that this is going to take time, uh, that this isn't just going to happen. And the Seven of Swords reminds us to look at what we already have. Because there's often imagery in the card about the person carrying five swords or whatever it might be and leaving two behind, but kind of looking back at those two. And this is such a symbolism of not wanting to look at the thoughts and the words and the beliefs that we already have, that we already hold, that we're already seeing, and trying to look back at things we we can't even hold yet, we can't even grasp these things. Again, we've been in denial about it. So with the Seven of Swords, um, today's just a good day to look at the things that have already come up that have already, you know, what do you think of when you can't sleep? Those things. And that those things actually do need our assistance. And they need us to get our thoughts into alignment. And they need our mindset to be in alignment. And to really, um, to really be with those things, to really hold them, um, and to find some silence there internally to see what's there for you and shower yourself with some appreciation that you can hold the things that are now coming up for you. Because if things are starting to resurface from the past or just realizations you're having, that actually means you've built the capacity to now look at this thing. And we don't want to shove that away. We really don't. If our body, if our mind is showing us this thing, is ready to come up and be looked at. Then the last thing we want to do is start to push it back down uh, below the throat again 
and make it disappear again. Um, because it is saying, okay, we are now ready to look at this. And that's a good sign. That means you've expanded. Um, anytime you're in exponential growth like that, that feels gritty and raw, like you're seeing things about yourself you wish you weren't, you're seeing things about life you wish you weren't, that actually means you grew in capacity to hold harder things, to hold very real realities for yourself and of yourself. And that's a wonderful thing. You've been doing something right all along. It just feels hard. And it is hard work. And it is uh, sometimes difficult experiences and raw experiences of life. So, um, but that is our work today. Our work is really to hold the things that have come up, to not go searching for the things we're in denial about, or that we've shoved down that have not risen yet. We can't force epiphanies. We can't force realizations. They will come to us. We've already got some that we can look at. We really don't need to force more upon ourselves today. Um, so sitting down with your journal, with your mentor, with your you know, support system will be just really good for you today. And, um, and processing what's already there, processing what's already there. Um, and not forcing it back into your body. So that is what I have for you today. I think that's a big message. So I'm going to leave it there. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. And we'll see you again tomorrow. All right. I care about you. Bye, love. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennadale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then. Thank you.